0: Once you've found a startup that's looking for angel investment, how do you decide whether this is the one you should write the check to? Today, I'm going to share the 13 things that I look at when considering whether to make an angel investment. And at the end, I'm going to share a bonus 14th, because this is YouTube, which I think is the most important thing to consider. Welcome to Feel the Boot, the science of startups, where I talk about angel investing and creating high growth companies. I'm a successfully exited founder myself, and through the North Bay Angels, I chair the selection committee, where I've looked at and evaluated thousands of startups. First, a quick reality. You are going to say no to far more companies than you invest in, because you're going to look at far more companies than you could possibly write checks to, or at least that should be what you're doing Otherwise, you, get no, you have no ability to differentiate between the quality of companies you're looking at, in which case, make sure you build up some deal flow before you start writing checks. You really need to have a lot of things to look at to pick the cream of the crop. First, eliminate the obvious no's. Get rid of companies with absurd valuations, or fundamentally stupid ideas, or tiny, potential marketplaces or things that kind of look like scams or Ponzi schemes or snake oil. They're usually pretty easy to spot. Just throw them out and don't even worry about any of the other considerations. Second, is this even angel investable? Is this company headed towards a large exit where it could return say 20 to 50 times your money in five to seven years? Most Successful companies don't look like that, but the ones that work in an angel investment portfolio all look like that. The competitive landscape makes a huge difference. Is there room in the market for a new entrant? And does this company have a properly differentiated offering that is 10 times better, faster, or cheaper than the other alternatives? If not, they're going to be an also-ran, and that's not where you want to put your money. Is the valuation for this startup reasonable compared to other startups in this general space? Right? There's a lot of companies out there, and the valuation has a huge impact on your end result. Right? If the valuation is $4 million instead of $2 million, at the end of the day, you just have the money that you take home. And there's a lot of opportunities out there. So make sure you're investing at a reasonable price. Has the founder validated? the problem, and their proposed solution. Are the customers hungry for it? In the case of a marketplace, are both sides of the marketplace hungry for this solution? They need to get to the spot where customers aren't just saying, yes, I'd be interested in buying. They're saying, shut up and take my money. You need that kind of hunger in the early customers to have a chance in the long run. Do the economics of this business make sense? If you take a look at the unit economics when they're at scale, is it even possible for a business like this to make money? Or does it cost more to build than they can sell it for? Or it costs more to attract a customer than they'll ever earn back? We are talking, though, about the long run. It's very common in the short run that, customer, that companies will be losing money hand over fist doing things inefficiently. Look at what the economics are at scale to see whether this makes sense in the long run. Does this company have a moat, defensibility, or strategic power? What can they do to prevent a fast follower with good funding to come in and just duplicate the model that they're proposing and eat their lunch? It's critical that they have a good answer to this, or a fast follower is going to come along and eat their lunch. Does this company have well-protected intellectual property? Not every company needs intellectual property, but for many cases, the intellectual property patents and the like are very important. So you need to then investigate those. Are those patents any good? Are they strong? Are they defensible? Can someone just engineer around them? Where it works, it's a huge moat against a fast follower. But in many cases, it's trivial to work around the intellectual property, and it's actually worth nothing. This video is part of a whole series on angel investing for new angel investors. So I encourage you to check out the rest of the episodes. I'll put a link up there and a link down in the description where you can see all the other videos that I've made. Before I finish out this list of considerations on whether to invest in a startup, I wanted to do the usual mid-roll pause. First of all, I want to ask you to like this video, subscribe to the channel, and ring that bell for alerts. That tells YouTube that this is the kind of content you want to see more of, and goes a long way towards helping the channel. However, YouTube's not always great about telling you about these things, so I also encourage you to go to feeltheboot.com and subscribe to our newsletter, Bootprints. We're very low volume, but we will let you know each time a new episode comes out, so you're guaranteed not to miss it. It also gives you access to my free advising. So if you want to talk about angel investing, or about startups, you can sign up there and get on my calendar. I love talking to investors and founders. I also have a new program where I'm offering paid advising that gives you longer time slots with me and higher priority scheduling if you have a burning question that you really need to get answered in the short term. How much more funding is this company going to need? And will this current round of funding get them to that spot where they can raise the next round? Will they be able to hit the milestones that they need to to raise money at a higher valuation? And how much dilution are you looking at if they're going to need to raise a whole bunch more rounds and you're not convinced they're going to be getting really big step ups in valuation in between? You need to be thinking about just how much dilution you might be looking at and whether this deal is still appealing at that point. Dig deep to find out if there's really a there there. I see a lot of pitches where they talk in grand terms about what they're building and imply that they have built. But in many cases, what they have is a very early stage prototype at best. And most of the features they talk about are coming later, maybe much later. So you need to find out what really exists right now And do you believe that they're going to be able to get to the promised land that they're describing in fairly short order? Are users sticking with this solution? I believe retention is far more important than the ability to acquire users. Acquiring users is expensive, keeping them is cheap. So the ability to keep people on a platform makes or breaks most companies. So take a look. What is their churn rate like? like? My phone is full of thousand apps that I downloaded because they looked interesting enough to click download, but I haven't used in years. And that's very common. So make sure the company has the kind of retention rate they need to be successful. And if they don't have that kind of data yet, you might want to hold off on your investment until they have some track record. Has the founder validated all the assumptions that go into their business plan? There are thousands of assumptions, everything about how much will it cost to bring in users? How long will they continue to use it? What do they value? How will they can think of this product versus other options that are out there? How much difficulty will it be for someone to come in and compete? All of these key assumptions need to be validated, need to be tested in some way. So every time you're listening to the founder and you have a little question mark come up in your head, Ask them, have they tested that? And if you're finding out that, in fact, they haven't done a lot of testing, tell them to go do that experimentation, do that validation, and then come back. Because really, they're not ready for investment. Can this even be done? Many startup business models are, from the beginning, impossible. I'll see the financial model and realize that there is no way that this business can ever make money. The economics simply don't work or they're trying to do something for which the technology doesn't exist, or this team is nowhere near having the skills to pull off. So really think through. Do you believe that this business is possible, right? We all want to bet on moonshots. We want to bet on aggressive business models, but we don't want to hope that the company can find unobtainium. And so to the most important factor. Team is the thing that matters more than anything else. These are the people who are going to be doing the work and executing on the plan that they're proposing. Do you think that they can do it? Do they have the ability to convey the leadership, to infect other people with this concept that they have? Do they have the technical skills or the ability, believable ability to recruit people with those technical skills? Do they have the grit and tenacity to go through the difficult times? The reason I think it's so important to pay attention to the team is that most startups pivot. So the odds are, if this is a successful company, they will succeed doing something quite different than they proposed to you in the first place. That's why the team matters more than anything else. Then, if the company passes all of those tests, it's time to go to due diligence. And that's where you really start digging in deep, looking at All the contracts, all the agreements, the details of the intellectual property, the technical underpinnings of their solution, going and actually talking to their customers or potential customers, doing your own research to understand whether or not this makes sense. That's a long process. And studies show that your success and returns as an angel investor have a huge amount to do with the depth and time spent on your due diligence. Thanks for watching this episode. I hope you found it useful and interesting. And if so, please do the usual like, subscribe, ring that bell. It makes a huge difference to the channel. If you'd like to talk one-on-one, come over to Feel the Boot. You can subscribe to Bootprints and get access to my free office hours, or sign up for my paid advising if you need more time or need an answer quicker, because those free time slots do fill up quickly. This is part of an entire series on angel investing. So I encourage you to come over to fill the boot and check out the rest of the episodes. Hopefully you'll find other content that would be useful for you. And until next time, ciao.